This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. I'm Bob Joseph. It's 66 in downtown Binghamton at 604. The forecast from the National Weather Service. Mostly sunny today. There will be some scattered showers late this afternoon. It'll be on the warm side, high 88. Progress is being made at the big FedEx distribution center that's being built in the town of Kirkwood. Sign crews were at the building on Thursday putting up the big FedEx ground sign. And that was just one bit of the activity. Plenty of workers were busy inside and outside the 458,000 square foot building which will serve not only as a distribution center, but a sorting site. It's being conducted, uh, constructed on Industrial Park Drive in the town of Kirkwood. That site was used for decades by Link and L3 Communications. The project was approved by the Kirkwood Town Planning Board in January 2021. Demolition of the abandoned facility started in the spring of last year. That new FedEx ground distribution center is being constructed short distance from the site of an old FedEx freight trucking terminal. That facility was shut down just about five years ago. FedEx ground spokesman David Westrick had previously told WNBF News basic construction on the new Kirkwood complex was expected to be completed by July 1st. That's today. Well, it's not quite complete, but nearly. He did tell us that the facility is scheduled to start operations in October. Kirkwood officials have said the FedEx ground facility could create 100 jobs. Westrick, though, would not reveal how many people will work at the site. He says that'll be determined as they get closer to the opening. Another business note, hard to believe it's been two decades since Governor Pataki showed up in Endicott to try to reassure thousands of IBM workers and the community that the jobs would be safe for years to come, for a decade. It was July 1st, 2002, that employees at the birthplace of IBM learned the news that the company was selling off its manufacturing unit in Endicott to a group of Broome County investors in a state-sponsored deal. Pataki, speaking before many workers at Heritage Circle off North Street, boldly proclaimed that all 4,000 jobs are going to be protected and remain here in Endicott for at least the next 10 years. The statement, though, was met with applause and immediate skepticism, and things didn't quite work out the way Governor Pataki had expected. And today, the IBM complex looks nothing like it did 20 years ago. WNBF News Time 606. New York State officials have denied required air permit renewals to a Bitcoin mining power plant on the grounds that it was a threat to the state's climate goals. The permitting decision was another example of New York putting the brakes on a cryptocurrency bonanza that has alarmed environmentalists. It also comes at a time when cryptocurrency prices have plunged, wiping out fortunes, fueling skepticism, and even sparking calls for tighter scrutiny. State's permitting decision involved Greenridge Generation, that's an old coal-fired plant by the shore of Seneca Lake, which had once been shut down. It was then converted from coal to natural gas several years ago, 
and began Bitcoin mining in earnest in 2020. A majority of the electricity produced by the plant is now used to run more than 15,000 computer servers for Bitcoin mining, which guzzles massive amounts of energy. Also in Albany, lawmakers began a special legislative session with the intent of limiting the proliferation of firearms in public after the U.S. Supreme Court gutted the state's century-old handgun licensing law. The state is overhauling its rules for carrying guns after the court decided that ordinary citizens had a right to arm themselves in public for self-defense, something New York State had limited mostly to people who work in law enforcement or security. Lawmakers and Governor Kathy Hochul's staff had been hoping for a vote sometime Thursday on new legislation, but that didn't happen. This is where news breaks first. WNBF, 1290 AM, 92.1 FM, and streaming live at WNBF.com. WNBF News Time, 6.09. From the Galt Auto Studios, this is WNBF News Radio AM 1290. Also available at 92.1 FM. Save in a big way at Galt Chevrolet. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And so far, so good on this Friday morning. We have no reports of any overnight crashes or any serious issues that happened while you were sleeping. So you should be able to get where you're going, whether you're off to work or maybe getting an early start for your holiday weekend getaway. Things in the twin tiers on the roads look pretty good. We'll keep you posted throughout the morning right here on First News Binghamton. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service. Mostly sunny today, scattered showers and thunderstorms developing late in the day, high 88. Tonight, increasing clouds with scattered showers and thunderstorms, the low 64. Tomorrow will be more pleasant, not as warm. We'll have a mostly sunny day with a few scattered showers and thunderstorms early. We'll clear up the high 81. And then looking ahead to Sunday, sunny, high 79. And on the 4th of July, on Monday, sunny, high 82. Right now it's 66 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio, WNBF News Time 611. Coming up on First News Binghamton, we have all the information you need to get your Friday started. We'll have a sports update, let you know how the Rumble Ponies did against the Hartford Yard Goats. We'll also let you know about the Yankees. I can't believe the Yankees lost, but... This will occasionally happen. We'll have sports details coming up with James Kelly. Also coming up, we'll have some money news and Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Plenty of information for you on this Friday morning on First News Binghamton here on News Radio. WNBF News Time, 612. Farmer Brown. Six thirteen at News Radio WNBF and WNBF.com. This is First News Binghamton. Coming up today on our live local talk program, we will be taking your calls. We can talk about the U.S. Supreme Court. We could talk about the New York State Legislature's special session. We can discuss the history that happened twenty years ago today. 
Gee, I remember it like it was just yesterday, standing there in the hot sun on a Monday morning when Governor George Pataki announced that all 4,000 jobs at IBM would be protected for at least a decade. Well, as soon as I heard that, I thought, he can't say that. He doesn't run IBM, and he also doesn't run the new company that was formed to take over IBM's microelectronics unit. So immediately, I and some others who heard the governor's promise were skeptical. And it turns out the skepticism was well-founded because those 4,000 jobs weren't around for 10 years. They weren't around for five years. Cuts began almost instantly after the new company was formed. If you remember, the company that bought the microelectronics division from IBM was officially in business November 1st, 2002. It was called Endicott Interconnect Technology. Some people called it Endit. And that's how it felt. They were in business November 1st, 2002. They served cake to their 2,000 employees. And two weeks later, on what was supposed to be their first payday, they fired 200 people. They laid off 10% of their workforce. So that's what happened in 2002. Endicott would never be the same after that announcement 20 years ago today. WNBF News Time 615. It's time for a sports update with James Kelly. The New York Yankees fell to the Houston Astros last night by a score of 2-1. to one. Luis Severino allowed both runs in the third inning on a double from Alex Bregman. He finished the day with six innings pitched, allowing two runs on three hits and striking out four. Anthony Rizzo hit a solo home run in the sixth inning, but the Yankees' offense failed to put any more runs on the board. The Yankees are now 56-21 and 21 and head to Cleveland as part of their 10-game road trip. The Binghamton Rumble Ponies were on the wrong end of a laugher against the Hartford Yard Goats last night, losing by a final score of 14-4. The Rumble Ponies struck first with a two-run home run from Ronnie Mauricio in the first inning, but the Yard Goats responded with two runs of their own in the first and then eight runs in the second inning. Mauricio tacked on another RBI later in the game, and Manny Rodriguez hit a solo home run in the fourth inning. The Rumble Ponies will be back in action at 7.05 on the road, with pregame starting on WMBF at 6.50. NBA drama kicked into high gear yesterday with Brooklyn Nets star Kevin Durant requesting a trade just days after Kyrie Irving announced that he had opted into his $37 million option. Durant reportedly prefers to go to either the Phoenix Suns or Miami Heat in a trade, and Nets GM Sean Marks is working to accommodate that request. The New York Knicks have acquired point guard Jalen Brunson on a four-year, $104 million deal. Brunson averaged over 16 points per game with the Dallas Mavericks last year, and earlier this week, the Knicks traded Alec Burks and Nerlens Noel to clear salary cap space to pursue Brunson. Nikola Jokic, coming off his second MVP season, agreed to a five-year, $270 million extension to remain with the Denver Nuggets. That extension will start following the upcoming season. So Jokic is contractually tied to the Nuggets for the next six years for $303 million. He averaged 27 points, 13.8 rebounds, and 7.9 assists last season. Devin Booker also signed a Supermax extension to remain with the Phoenix Suns. The deal is a four-year, $224 million extension and brings his total contract with the Suns to six years, $295 million. 
Booker averaged 26.8 points, 5 rebounds, and 4.8 assists per game last season. And in college football news, USC and UCLA were notified that their application to join the Big Ten Conference was approved this week. Both teams will leave the Pac-12 for the Big Ten in 2024. Well, that's a busy day in sports. I was disappointed the Rumble Ponies couldn't win last night, but that's the way the ball bounces. Yeah, well, when you give up eight runs in one inning, it's tough to win. Yeah, I mean, it can be done, and it is done on occasion, but, yeah, when you get that far behind, it's pretty pretty difficult to make up the deficit. Hopefully, the Rumble Ponies will have better luck over the weekend. So we've mentioned the Rumble Ponies also are going to be back in town. They'll be in Binghamton, beautiful Binghamton at Morabito Stadium on Monday for their 4th of July extravaganza. I might go there. I've never attended a baseball game in Binghamton on the 4th of July. I might go there and just watch the, the fireworks and have a Diet Coke, a small Diet Coke. Yeah, not 129 hot dogs. Um, no. Yeah, oh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I haven't. I don't know where else to go for fireworks around here. Back home, it's just all over on the beach. Everybody's got fireworks, and well, one of the best and uh, greatest local fireworks shows is in Endwell at Highland Park and Town of Union. Every year, this has been a tradition for decades. So at Highland Park, the fireworks show usually. I don't know if they usually started at 9.30. can't remember if it's 9.30 or 10, probably about 9.30. And it really is one of the best fireworks shows in the region. It attracts, attracts tens of thousands of people, to, not just to the park, but to the area around the park. What I usually do, and truthfully I may wind up doing it this year too, is finding a spot above the park, above the fray, and viewing it from high above Endwell instead of going down where it's so crowded. Because sometimes, and I know we've had this discussion about traffic around here in the past, sometimes, because so many people attend the fireworks show at Highland Park and Endwell, it can take mm, 30 minutes, 45 minutes to actually get out of that general area because you've got thousands of people trying to leave the area at once. And unless you know the back roads, you, you could be stuck there. You know, the fireworks show might end, say, at 10. You might not get home till 11 or 11.30 just because of the traffic congestion. Oh, the horror. The, <laughs> the, the horror of traffic Again, congestion. The, the Binghamton traffic headaches that we experience three times a year. You know, the other 362 days are, are generally fair sailing. Listening to First News Binghamton on a Friday morning, July 1st, WNBF News Time, 621. First recording. And you're listening to First News Binghamton on WNBF 622. Time for Money News Now with Jim Ryan. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Thursday marked the end of the first half of 2022 and the worst January to June for the S&P 500 since 1970. 
The index finished yesterday's session down nine-tenths of a percent. The Dow Jones gave up another 253 points to land back below 31,000. The Nasdaq Composite gave up one and a third percent. Inflation is running dangerously hot, according to a key measure tracked by the Federal Reserve, with consumer prices jumping 6.3 percent in May from the year before. The Commerce Department also reports consumer spending gained only 0.2 percent from April to May as households tighten their purse strings against higher prices for just about everything. The broader economy may be showing signs of slowing, but the labor market is still tight, with jobless claims ticking lower last week, down to 231,000 from a revised 233,000 the week before. The four-week moving average is creeping back up again. Jim Ryan, ABC News. And, of course, we'll have more money news throughout the day, including another update in less than 30 minutes right here on First News Binghamton, WNBF News Time 623. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. At 625, we're pleased to report no serious issues have popped up so far on a Friday morning, so that's good news for drivers. If you see something, say something. You can always contact us on the WNBF traffic tip line, 607-772-1290. Now, the forecast for the holiday weekend from the National Weather Service, mostly sunny today, scattered showers and thunderstorms late in the day, high 88. Increasing clouds tonight with a few showers and thunderstorms, low 64. Tomorrow, mostly sunny. Could be a few showers and thunderstorms early in the day. High 81. Sunny on Sunday. Nice. High 71. And sunny on the 4th of July on Monday with a high of 82. Right now it's 66 in downtown Binghamton where news breaks first. This is WNBF 1290 AM, 92.1 FM. WNBF News Time 626. Time now for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Sponsored by UHS. A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Do you struggle with decision fatigue? It could be a real problem that can have real consequences on your life, even when the decisions you need to make are sometimes very small. Eva Krakow, a lecturer at the University of Leicester in the UK, estimates we make more than 35,000 decisions every day. Decision fatigue is when it feels overwhelming to be faced with decisions regardless of how large or small they are. That's according to the American Psychological Association. So how do you get a handle on the problem? Automation, working to reduce the number of decisions you make every day. That might mean making a rule that you are going to work out first thing in the morning or eat the same thing for breakfast every day. Or it could mean delegating some of the decisions to other people in your life, even your kids, if it means fewer decisions then for you to make. Automation. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. On the battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. Never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. Wounded Warrior Project was created to help our men and women returning home with the scars of war, whether those scars are physical or mental. Wounded Warrior Project. We never leave a fallen warrior behind. Ever. Learn more about what we do at WoundedWarriorProject.org. If you're in healthcare, you know the power of data. At NRC Health, we know data isn't enough. Going beyond data to genuinely connect with each person is what really matters. That's the power of human understanding. 
At NRC Health, harnessing that power is everything. Helping you improve care for everyone. It's the secret ingredient for the smartest healthcare systems. Go deeper at nrchealth.com. And a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta every weekday morning here on WNBF, sponsored by UHS. And coming up, by the way, later this hour, if you want some tech news, we'll have your Friday tech report with Kim Commando. That way you'll know what's going on with new technology here on First News Binghamton. WNBF News Time, 628. First. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. I'm Bob Joseph at 66 in downtown Binghamton at 6.30. The forecast, mostly sunny today. A few scattered showers and thunderstorms possible late this afternoon. The high 88. Ukrainian authorities say Russian missile attacks on residential buildings in a coastal town near the port city of Odessa have killed at least 19 people, including two children. Video of the pre-dawn attack showed the charred remains of buildings in the small town of Sirivka, located 50 kilometers, that's 31 miles, southwest of Odessa. The Ukrainian president's office said three X-22 missiles fired by Russian bombers struck an apartment building and two campsites. That assault came after Russian forces withdrew from a strategic Black Sea island on Thursday. Russia took control of Snake Island in the opening days of the war. Their withdrawal initially was seen as lessening the threat to the Odessa region. After attending the NATO summit in Spain, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin is now in Germany, participating in a change of command ceremony at European Command. In opening remarks at the ceremony, Secretary Austin said they're celebrating a major milestone. This year marks UConn's 70th anniversary. And over the past seven decades, this command has helped defend our security, our values, and the rules-based international order that protects us all. WNBF News Time 632. Big progress being seen at the site of that future distribution center being built by FedEx Ground in the town of Kirkwood. It's a 458,000 complex. It's not only going to be a distribution center, but it'll be a sorting site. It's being constructed on Industrial Park Drive. That site had been used for decades by Link and L3 Communications. The project was approved by the Kirkwood Planning Board. About 18 months ago, demolition of the abandoned facility started in the spring of last year. It took months to complete. The new FedEx Ground Distribution Center is being constructed just a short distance from where a FedEx freight trucking terminal had been located for a while, but that facility was shut down about five years ago. FedEx spokesman David Westrick has previously told WNBF News that basic construction on the new Kirkwood complex was expected to be completed by July 1st. That's today. He said the facility was scheduled to start operations in October. We checked in with Westrick recently, and he provided an update by email. He said, we are on target for the fall opening. Kirkwood officials have said the FedEx ground facility could create 100 jobs, but Westrick would not reveal exactly how many 
people will be hired to work at the site. Delta engineers of Andwell performed design work for the project, and a lot of the actual work on the site has been done by Gorick Construction as well as Pritchard Development of Binghamton. In Albany, New York State lawmakers began a special legislative session on Thursday with the intent of limiting the proliferation of firearms in public after the U.S. Supreme Court gutted the state's handgun licensing law. The state now intends to overhaul its rules for people who carry guns after the high court decided that ordinary folks like you and me have a right to arm themselves in public for self-defense, something that New York had limited mostly to people who work in law enforcement or security. New rules that are being rushed through the emergency session of the legislature would allow many more gun owners to apply for a license to carry a concealed weapon, but they would seek to set new restrictions on where firearms can be carried in New York State. The governor and lawmakers had been hoping to have a vote yesterday, but work drafting the bill was unfinished when the day ended at midnight. Work continued until shortly before 1.30 this morning. It's set to resume later today. WNBF News Time, 6.34. And New York Democrats are considering enshrining abortion rights in the state constitution following the overturn of Roe v. Wade. It possibly could be part of a broader amendment that would also prohibit discrimination based on gender expression. Lawmakers in that special session uh, which was called by Governor Hochul, say uh, they're hoping that some abortion-related legislation can be passed. Democrats have been talking privately about whether they can amend the state constitution to protect the right to abortions in New York State. This is where news breaks first. WNBF, 1290 AM, 92.1 FM. WNBF News Time, 6.35. at WNBF. I'm Bob Joseph along with James Kelly. You're listening to First News Binghamton on the first day of July 2022. If you're planning uh, to make New Year's resolutions, you have six months to finalize them. Also, you have uh, a little less than six months to make reservations for your New Year's Eve party. I think 2023 will be a great year. Of course, we have to get through 2022 first. First half of the year, first six months seem to go by quickly. See what happens. Of course, the Supreme Court won't be making any more rulings for a while. They're uh, taking the summer off. We don't have to be concerned about the Supreme Court's deliberating until the first Monday in October. Then it's back to business, and there will be a new justice on the court, Katanji Brown-Jackson. She has made history a remarkable front page on uh, a newspaper they call USA Today, if you could find one. Um, It shows all the justices of the U.S. Supreme Court. 107 former Supreme Court justices are all pictured on the front page. And, well, you, you take a look at the page. You, you see about 98%, nearly 99% of the justices all look fairly similar. It's only in recent years that the U.S. Supreme Court has started to better reflect the actual demographics of the USA. So congratulations to Katanji Brown-Jackson as she becomes 
a justice on the United States Supreme Court. WNBF News Time, 639. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. At 6.40 on this Friday morning, everything appears to be okay. We're not aware of any significant issues on area roadways. You might be in for a break today on 434 in Vestal on the Parkway between Binghamton University and downtown Binghamton. If you're heading eastbound, usually there are traffic tie-ups because of the Greenway construction. I believe that that construction will be suspended for today because of the holiday weekend. So there may not be the typical weekday delays on 434 eastbound. So who says New York State doesn't occasionally give us a break? So that's uh, one bit of good news. If there are any problems in terms of crashes or delays throughout the morning, we'll let you know right here on News Radio WNBF. Here's the forecast from the National Weather Service. It should be a nice day, although warm. Temperatures approaching 90, mostly sunny. Weather Service says expect a high around 88 today. Could top out around 90, especially in Vestal. Scattered showers and thunderstorms possible late in the day and even into tonight. Increasing clouds tonight, low 64. Cloudy tomorrow with scattered showers and thunderstorms in the morning. It will become mostly sunny, high 81. Sunday looks good, sunny, 79. And Monday, the 4th of July, you can celebrate with sunny skies and high of 82. Right now in downtown Binghamton, it's 66 at News Radio, WNBF and WNBF.com. Remember, you can stay connected with News Radio 1290 AM and 92.1 FM using the app. So if you're going to be traveling anywhere this holiday weekend outside our basic coverage area over the radio, the app will keep you connected. Install the free WNBF app on your phone, and that way you'll always know what's going on with News Radio WNBF. Coming up in about 10 minutes, we'll have Kim Commando with her tech report. And also coming up, we'll have some money news. And next, James Kelly with sports on News Radio WNBF News Time 642. It's food. on WNBF, Bob Joseph and James Kelly getting things going on this Friday morning on First News Binghamton. I decided to um, pop over to Heritage Circle in Endicott. That's that little street off North Street uh, near the IBM complex, or it used to be the IBM complex, now the Huron campus. I stopped over there about an hour ago to see how things were compared to that fateful day 20 years ago when Governor Pataki made the announcement that all 4,000 jobs would be protected for a decade. Uh, Today, it was quiet. There were no crowds. There were no governors. And... And the buildings directly across the street on the north side of North Street, there are no workers. Those buildings are abandoned. They're crumbling. Actually, those buildings on North Street to the east of McKinley Avenue are likely to be torn down in the next couple of months or so. That's the plan. So the landscape of uh, North Street will physically change probably this summer. And, of course, as we look back, 
on that day, July 1st, 2002, when George Pataki was in town making promises that couldn't be fulfilled, we just think, wow, things changed in Endicott and in Broome County forever on that day. I would go so far to say as for Endicott, July 1st, 2002 would be a day of infamy when promises were made and then ultimately not kept. Anyway, we'll talk more about that. Some history in Binghamton, our uh, favorite historian, former Broome County historian Jerry Smith will be here in the studio during the 9 o'clock hour on Binghamton Now. We'll talk about IBM history and more. And we'll be taking your phone calls. You can talk with Jerry Smith from 9 to 10 this morning right here on News Radio. WNBF News Time, 646. Time now for a sports update with James Kelly. The New York Yankees fell to the Houston Astros last night by a score of 2 to 1. Luis Severino allowed both Houston runs of the game on the third inning double from Alex Bregman. He finished the day with six innings pitched, allowing two runs on three hits and striking out four. Anthony Rizzo hit a solo home run in the sixth inning, but the Yankees' offense failed to put any more runs on the board. The Yankees are now 56-21 and and head to Cleveland as part of a 10-game road trip. The Binghamton Rumble Ponies were on the wrong end of a laugher against the Hartford Yard Goats last night, losing by a final score of 14-4. The Rumble Ponies struck first with a two-run home run from Ronnie Mauricio in the first inning, but the Yard Goats responded with two runs in the first and eight runs in the second inning. Mauricio tacked on another RBI later in the game, and Manny Rodriguez hit a solo home run in the fourth inning, but the Rumble Ponies simply could not score enough offense to overcome the 14 runs given up by the pitching. The Rumble Ponies will be back in action at 7.05 on the road with pregame starting on WNBF at 6.50. NBA drama kicked into high gear yesterday with Brooklyn Nets star Kevin Durant requesting a trade just days after Kyrie Irving announced that he had opted into his $37 million option. Durant reportedly prefers to go to either the Phoenix Suns or Miami Heat in a trade, and Nets GM Sean Marks is working to accommodate that request. The New York Knicks have acquired point guard Jalen Brunson on a four-year, $104 million deal. Brunson averaged over 16 points per game with the Dallas Mavericks last year. And earlier this week, the Knicks traded Alec Burks and Nerlens Noel to clear the salary cap space to pursue Brunson. Nikola Jokic, coming off his second MVP season, agreed to a five-year, $270 million extension to remain with the Denver Nuggets. That extension will start following the upcoming season, so Jokic is currently tied to the Nuggets for six years and $303 million. He averaged 27 points, 13.8 rebounds, and 7.9 assists last season. Devin Booker also signed a Supermax extension to remain with the Phoenix Suns. The deal is a four-year, $224 million extension and brings his total contract with the Suns to six years, $295 million. Booker averaged 26.8 points, 5 rebounds, and 4.8 assists per game last season. And in college football news, USC and UCLA were notified that their application to join the Big Ten Conference was approved this week. Both teams will leave the Pac-12 for the Big Ten in 2024. Big, big feature today in the New York Times. This is amazing. The cavalry rides in on a rumble pony. Full page focusing on Max Scherzer and mentioning Binghamton and the Rumble Ponies with, uh, of course, the, the two starts that Max Scherzer has done, once in uh, Binghamton and then a second start in Hartford, Connecticut, as uh, he continued his rehab assignment. But Tyler Kepner 
has uh, a great story this morning in the New York Times. You can check it out online at the New York Times website. Great photos and uh, basically a great story of uh, the excitement, brief excitement for the Rumble Ponies and, of course, the hopes for the future for the Mets as Max Scherzer prepares to get back to Queens. So I, I think that's great. That, that's why that was so nice. By the way, Jacob deGrom, I am so upset that his rehab assignment is going to be in Port St. Lucie instead of here in, in Binghamton. Well, he did Port St. Lucie last year, too, yeah. and you know the poor Palm Beach Cardinals Twitter guy had to keep announcing that his <laughs> single-A team was, had to hit against Jacob deGrom, the best pitcher in Major League Baseball. Poor guy. Yeah. I mean, he, was, he was going through it that week. <laughs> Remarkable. Anyway, uh, great time in sports, enjoying baseball, and I'm especially excited because, correct me if I'm wrong, now that it's July, both uh, hockey and basketball are finally complete. Am I correct? Yeah, it's my favorite time of the year. Not that I don't like other sports, but this is the one time of the year where I can really just sit here and say, you know what, the only thing that matters right now is Major League Baseball and Minor League Baseball. If you happen to live in a city like Binghamton that has a Minor League team, then, of course, the Rumble Ponies matter more than anything. Absolutely. WNBF News Time, 6.50. Six fifty-two at WNBF and WNBF.com. Coming up in a moment, Kim Commando with her tech report for this Friday morning. Time now for some business news. If you're flying this holiday weekend, be prepared for crowded airports, full planes, and higher than normal chances your flight will be delayed or even canceled. Airlines have stumbled badly over the past couple of holiday weekends, and this weekend looks like it might be more of the same. Taking a look at Wall Street futures, Dow futures are down 102, NASDAQ futures are down 55. WNBF News Time, 653. This is First News Binghamton on your Friday morning. Time now for Kim Commando with a tech update. The demand for brand new vehicles is over the top. It's not uncommon to wait months and pay thousands over the sticker price. And some Tesla owners have begun flipping their own cars like real estate. I'm Kim Commando brought to you by CarShield. Protect your car from expensive repairs. Visit carshield.com slash Kim and save 10%. Deductible may apply. Buying things and then reselling them for a profit is the world's oldest business model. From farmers to real estate, it's buy and sell. House flipping is so popular that cable channels are full of them. Because of the semiconductor shortage, lithium batteries are becoming more expensive. Thanks to Putin's war on the Ukraine, EVs are scarce and expensive. So here comes the car flipper. People who buy electric vehicles drive them for a few weeks and then sell them, making profits of four, five, maybe even $8,000 per car. And who is the most likely to buy a car that's being flipped? Believe it or not, it's another car dealer. I post breaking tech news 24-7 at my website, commando.com. As the sun comes out and small businesses are back in business, LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people who you want to interview faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience. 
so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates worth interviewing faster. Every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Kim. That's linkedin.com slash Kim to post your job for free. That's linkedin.com slash Kim. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn.com slash Kim. Kim Commando with her tech updates weekday mornings at 6.53. And, of course, more tech news at 7.53 with ABC's Tech Trends. Next hour, Michelle Franzen will focus on some changes to Facebook groups. WNBF News Time, 6.55. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And there are no reports of problems on area roadways. Broome, Tioga, and surrounding counties appear to be in good shape at the moment. Forecast now from the National Weather Service. Mostly sunny today. Some scattered showers and thunderstorms possible this afternoon. High 88. Tonight, scattered showers and thunderstorms. Low 64. Tomorrow, a few showers and thunderstorms in the morning. Gradually becoming mostly sunny. High 81. Sunny on Sunday and Monday. Sunday's high 79. Monday's high, 82. Right now, in downtown Binghamton, it's 66 at News Radio WNBF. WNBF News Time, 656. Join Mark. WNBF. 658 at WNBF, and I'm looking forward to today's Binghamton Now program. We've had some very interesting and spirited conversations over the last few days about some local and national issues. And I expect that will continue. I think that's a trend. So please join us today right after the 8 o'clock news for the Friday edition of Binghamton Now. Of course, Jerry Smith, a historian, will be with us in our second hour from 9 to 10. WNBF News Time. 658. First, this is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Today is Friday, July 1st, 2022. I'm Bob Joseph, along with James Kelly. You're listening to First News Binghamton. Coming up, ABC covers the nation and the world. Latest developments on all the important stories. Then the local and regional update, live from the WNBF News Center, followed by another hour of First News Binghamton. Thanks for joining us on this Friday morning. WNBF News Time, 7 o'clock. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, July 1st at 7.04. It's about 66 degrees in downtown Binghamton this morning. I'm James Kelly, and you're listening to First News on WMBF. Broome County authorities say Zeke Wilmarth of Binghamton, New York, was sentenced to 15 years in prison with five years of post-release supervision after pleading guilty in Broome County Court to attempted murder in the second degree, assault in the first degree, possession of a weapon in the third degree, and strangulation in the second degree. During a domestic incident in Vesto, Wilmarth stabbed a 34-year-old female repeatedly with a knife and attempted to strangle the victim with his hands, intending to kill her. 
Broome County authorities also say Brandon Hamilton of Binghamton will spend nine years in New York State Prison after pleading guilty to robbery in the second degree, escape in the second degree, and criminal possession of a stolen property in the third degree. Hamilton admitted that he forcibly stole a car from a female victim by pepper spraying her in the Oakdale Mall parking lot and fleeing with the vehicle. He was later arrested in Vestal, where he attempted to escape from police custody. The U.S. District Attorney's Office announced that a Syracuse man has been sentenced to serve 48 months in prison. Adrian Esteras was convicted for conspiring to distribute and possess with intent to distribute fentanyl and possessing cocaine with intent to distribute. As part of his guilty plea, Esteras admitted that he, he and his co-conspirators distributed at least 8 grams of fentanyl and he possessed at least 158 grams of cocaine, which he intended to distribute. Esteras had previously been convicted of seven felony offenses in state court and was on state parole at the time that he committed this federal offense. The U.S. District Attorney's Office announced that a Schenectady man pled guilty to conspiring to distribute synthetic cannabinoids, frequently referred to as Spice or K2. Abdullah Hussein admitted that he conspired with two others to sell 2.5 kilograms worth of synthetic cannabinoids in packets labeled with the names including Scooby Snacks, Ice Dragon, and Loopy out of the former Stockade Market and Deli in Schenectady. Hussein and his co-conspirators each face a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison. Authorities announced that a Michigan man was arrested in Albany this week and charged with attempting to entice a minor to engage in unlawful sexual activity. The U.S. District Attorney's Office stated that Daniel Higgs flew from Kalamazoo, Michigan to Albany after exchanging messages with two individuals, one posing as a parent of a 10-year-old daughter and the other as a guardian of a 12-year-old girl, and was encountered by the FBI upon his arrival. The charges carry a term of imprisonment of at least 10 years to potential life. In a press release on Thursday, Governor Kathy Hochul announced that electric cars will be able to charge for free at all Evolve New York direct current fast chargers during the holiday weekend. The free charging began at 12.01 this morning and ends at 11.59 p.m. on July 5th. The Evolve New York program features nearly 100 high-speed chargers across the state, which can charge electric vehicles in as little as 20 minutes. The chargers are located along major travel corridors in the state with local chargers located in Binghamton and Castle Creek. New York Attorney General Letitia James announced that she secured a $400,000 payout from Wegmans after a data breach exposed over 3 million customers' personal information. Attorney General James stated that customer information was kept in misconfigured cloud storage containers that were open and easy for hackers to access. The data contained customers' usernames and passwords for Wegmans accounts, as well as their names, emails, addresses, mailing addresses, and additional data from driver's license numbers. In addition to paying the $400,000, Wegman will also be required to drastically improve their cybersecurity measures to protect consumers' personal data. And Ithaca police arrested a man on Thursday after allegedly threatening a McDonald's employee with a knife. Police arrested Charles Stowell Jr. after responding to reports of a man threatening people with a knife at McDonald's and were able to take the man into custody without incident. Stowell was charged with criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree and menacing in the second degree. He was taken to Tompkins County Jail. And Binghamton Mayor Jared Cram announced at a press conference yesterday that he would be allocating $85,000 for a program to help Binghamton seniors with home repairs. The Senior Home Repair Program will help residents over the age of 55 complete home repair projects by covering the cost with funding from the city and arranging for skilled technicians to complete the work through the First Ward Action Council. 
You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290, WNBF. 710, and a good morning, maybe a great morning for drivers who are looking to get out of town for the holiday weekend. You should encounter no problems. We have no issues to report so far. We'll keep you posted. We'll be monitoring the highways around the Binghamton area throughout the day right here on WNBF. Try to keep you out of a jam if there are any serious crashes or backups. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service. It should be a fairly decent day. In fact, looking ahead all the way through Monday, Independence Day, things are generally fairly good. There'll be a few showers, of course, coming through now and then because it is summer. For today, mostly sunny, high 89. Tonight, increasing clouds with scattered showers and thunderstorms, low 65. Tomorrow, cloudy with some showers and thunderstorms early in the day, gradually becoming mostly sunny, high 81. Sunny on Sunday, high 79. And sunny on Monday, the 4th of July, with a high of 82. Right now, it's 66 at News Radio, WNBF News Time, 711. You're listening to First News Binghamton. I hope you make it a regular habit on weekdays because we bring you the news you need before you start your day. Whether you're going to work or just going out to enjoy yourself, maybe do some shopping or just uh, a ride around the triple cities to see what's going on around here. We give you the information you need so you can make some informed decisions for yourself and your family. Remember, you can hear WNBF on air at 1290 AM, 92.1 FM, and online at WNBF.com. And stay connected with WNBF wherever you go with the free WNBF app. Coming up, we'll have some sports news with James Kelly. Also, money news from Jim Ryan. A look at the White House, a focus on the White House. Find out what President Biden will be up to today. That'll be coming up. And we have a few other things up our sleeves as well this hour on First News Binghamton, WNBF News Time, 712. First. at News Radio, WNBF and WNBF.com. Time now for Friday Morning Sports with James Kelly. The New York Yankees fell to the Houston Astros last night by a score of 2-1. Luis Severino allowed both Houston runs of the game on a third-inning double from Alex Bregman. He finished the day with six innings pitched, allowing two runs on three hits and striking out four. Anthony Rizzo hit a solo home run in the sixth inning, but the Yankees' offense failed to put any more runs on the board. The Yankees are now 56-21 and and head to Cleveland as part of a 10-game road trip. The Binghamton Rumble Ponies were on the wrong end of a laugher against the Hartford Yard Goats last night, losing by a final score of 14-4. The Rumble Ponies struck first with a two-run home run from Ronnie Mauricio in the first inning, but the Yard Goats responded with two runs in the bottom of the first and eight runs in the second inning. Mauricio tacked on another RBI later in the game, and Manny Rodriguez hit a solo home run in the fourth inning. The Rumble Ponies will be back in action at 7.05 on the road, with pregame starting on WNBF at 6.50. NBA drama kicked into high gear yesterday with Brooklyn Nets star Kevin Durant 
requesting a trade just days after Kyrie Irving announced that he had opted into his $37 million option. Durant reportedly prefers to go to either the Phoenix Suns or Miami Heat in a trade, and Nets GM Sean Marks is working to accommodate that request. The New York Knicks have acquired point guard Jalen Brunson on a four-year, $104 million deal. Brunson averaged over 16 points per game with the Dallas Mavericks last year, and earlier this week, the Knicks traded Alec Burks and Nerlens Noel to clear the salary cap space to pursue Brunson. Nikola Jokic, coming off his second MVP season, agreed to a five-year, $270 million extension to remain with the Denver Nuggets. That extension will start following the upcoming season, so Jokic is contractually tied to the Nuggets for the next six years for $303 million. He averaged 27 points, 13.8 rebounds, and 7.9 assists last season. Devin Booker also signed a Supermax extension to remain with the Phoenix Suns. The deal is a four-year, $224 million extension and brings his total contract with the Suns to six years, $295 million. Booker averaged 26.8 points, 5 rebounds, and 4.8 assists per game last season. And in college football news, USC and UCLA were notified that their application to join the Big Ten Conference was approved this week. Both teams will leave the Pac-12 for the Big Ten in 2024. Wow. I want a Supermax extension. I'm going to have my agent talk about that with the people in the front office. Mm. A four-year Supermax extension. How much was that extension good for? Uh, not as It's not as much as you're going to get, Bob. You're the value you bring to Town Square Media. You're going to blow $300 million well, out of the water. And it's not just because of the history and because of my dedication to the operation, but it's because I am committed to showing up every day at 6 a.m. At 6 a.m. And I love it. And you stand the entire time. I know. I don't understand it. I don't, I wish I had mentioned this the first day that I was in here, but the people need to know. Bob Joseph comes in here. He stands for four hours. He does not sit down one time. I, the second I got behind the board, rolled up my chair. <laughs> it's the strangest thing. Sometimes in the past, because of scheduling requirements, I've been on the air for six and a half hours straight here at WNBF say if someone's been on vacation and i stand the entire time i don't think since we moved into this facility this studio i don't think i've ever done a a news program or the talk program sitting down so that's yeah yeah, well that's that's why you're getting the half a billion dollar extension (laughs) (laughs) james kelly keeping us posted with sports and of course we'll have some local news from james kelly coming up in just over 10 minutes right here on first news binghamton wnbf news time 719 it's 7:20. time for money news from jim ryan from ABC News, Wall Street Now. Thursday marked the end of the first half of 2022 and the worst January to June for the S&P 500 since 1970. The index finished yesterday's session down nine-tenths of a percent. The Dow Jones gave up another 253 points to land back below 31,000. The Nasdaq Composite gave up one and a third percent. Inflation is running dangerously hot, according to a key measure tracked by the Federal Reserve, with consumer prices jumping 6.3% in May from the year before. The Commerce Department also reports consumer spending gained only 0.2% from April to May as households tighten their purse strings against higher prices for just about everything. 
The broader economy may be showing signs of slowing, but the labor market is still tight, with jobless claims ticking lower last week, down to 231,000 from a revised 233,000 the week before. The four-week moving average is creeping back up again. Jim Ryan, ABC News. And trade starts in Wall Street in just over two hours. Taking a look at futures, Dow futures are down 120 and NASDAQ futures down 46. WNBF News Time, 722. I'm Chris Hepp. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 725 and all appears to be well on area roadways. I've received no reports of any aberrations on 1781, 86, 88, 201, 363, 434, and the mysterious and dubious 962J. Everything is fine around Broome and Tioga counties. If anything changes, we'll let you know. Our next scheduled traffic and weather together update in about 15 minutes. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service. Mostly sunny today, 89. Increasing clouds tonight. Scattered showers and thunderstorms, 65. Showers possible, maybe a thunderstorm tomorrow morning. Otherwise, gradually becoming mostly sunny tomorrow, 81. Sunny Sunday, 79. And sunny on Independence Day, 82. Right now, it's 66. In downtown Binghamton at WNBF, 726. It's time for a look at Washington, D.C. and beyond with Richard Cantu. Focus on the White House. At the NATO summit, President Biden was asked how he'd explain to world leaders or Americans who feel the Supreme Court overturning a woman's right to choose is harmful to this nation's reputation as a human rights leader. The one thing that has been destabilizing is the outrageous behavior of the Supreme Court of the United States on overruling not only Roe v. Wade, but essentially challenging the right to privacy. He says congressional action is needed. We have to codify Roe v. Wade in the law, and the way to do that is to make sure the Congress votes to do that. And if the filibuster gets in the way, it's like voting rights, it should be we provide an exception for this. Two Democratic senators have already said they won't relinquish their filibuster power, so don't look for any action that way. Today, the president convenes a virtual meeting with governors to discuss efforts to protect reproductive care before heading to Camp David for the holiday weekend. Richard Cantu, ABC News. 727 at News Radio, WNBF. If you like to talk, you're in the right place. Because our live local talk program is less than an hour away. Binghamton Now, right after the 8 o'clock news. I hope you'll join us for that right here on News Radio, WNBF News Time, 727. Are you in? WNBF! ABC Entertainment News. 
Minions, expected to dominate the box office this weekend. Minions, The Rise of Gru, once again stars the voice of Steve Carell, playing a preteen villain in the making. I am pretty despicable. And he says his unique voice and accent, a lot of that had to do with his kids. I was playing with different voices before we started the very first one, and the voice that I actually ended up using was the one that made them laugh. New streaming, Chris Pratt is a Navy SEAL dealing with a lot of problems in Prime Video's The Terminal List. We need to act on this. His unit killed, his family threatened, and he's not sure who he can trust. And Pratt tells me we've seen him do drama before, but not quite like this. It was intense. It's a surprise. Hopefully it'll be unlike anything anyone has ever seen me do, and, and that was a big motivating factor. I, I want to continue to grow and learn as an actor. Also new streaming this weekend, the final two episodes of season four of Stranger Things. It is over 11. And happy birthday to Pamela Anderson. The actress and model is 55 today. Jason Athenson, ABC News, Hollywood. Congratulations to Pamela Anderson and happy birthday to her. Happy birthday to you if you're celebrating today. As always, I strongly encourage you to celebrate responsibly. WNBF News Time, 729. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, July 1st at 7.30. It's about 66 degrees in downtown Binghamton this morning. I'm James Kelly, and you're listening to First News on WMBF. Broome County authorities say Zeke Wilmarth of Binghamton, New York, was sentenced to 15 years in prison with five years of post-release supervision after pleading guilty in Broome County Court to attempted murder in the second degree, assault in the first degree, possession of a weapon in the third degree, and strangulation in the second degree. During a domestic incident in Vestal, Wilmarth stabbed a 34-year-old female repeatedly with a knife and attempted to strangle the victim with his hands, intending to kill her. Broome County authorities also say Brandon Hamilton of Binghamton will spend nine years in New York State Prison after pleading guilty to robbery in the second degree, escape in the second degree, and criminal possession of stolen property in the third degree. Hamilton admitted that he forcibly stole a car from a female victim by pepper spraying her in the Oakdale Mall parking lot and fleeing with the vehicle. He was later arrested in Vestal where he attempted to escape from police custody. The U.S. District Attorney's Office announced that a Syracuse man has been sentenced to serve 48 months in prison. Adrian Esteras was convicted for conspiring to distribute and possess with intent to distribute fentanyl and possessing cocaine with the intent to distribute. As part of his guilty plea, Esteras admitted that either he or his co-conspirators distributed at least 8 grams of fentanyl and he possessed at least 158 grams of cocaine, which he intended to distribute. Esteras had previously been convicted of seven felony offenses in state court and was on state parole at the time he committed the federal offense. The U.S. District Attorney's Office announced that a Schenectady man pled guilty to conspiring to distribute synthetic cannabinoids, frequently referred to as Spice or K2. Abdullah Hussein admitted that he conspired with two others to sell 2.5 kilograms worth of synthetic cannabinoids in packets labeled with names including Scooby Snacks, Ice Dragon, and Loopy out of the former stockade market and deli in Schenectady. Hussein and his co-conspirators each face a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison. 
Authorities announced that a Michigan man was arrested in Albany this week and charged with attempting to entice a minor to engage in unlawful sexual activity. The U.S. District Attorney's Office stated that Daniel Higgs flew from Kalamazoo, Michigan to Albany after exchanging messages with two individuals, one posing as a parent of a 10-year-old daughter and the other as a guardian of a 12-year-old girl, and was encountered by the FBI upon his arrival. The charges carry a term of imprisonment of at least 10 years to potentially life. In a press release on Thursday, Governor Kathy Hochul announced that electric cars will be able to charge for free at all Evolve New York direct current fast chargers during the holiday weekend. The free charging began at 12.01 this morning and ends at 11.59 on July 5th. The Evolve New York program features nearly 100 high-speed chargers across the state, which can charge electric vehicles in as little as 20 minutes. The chargers are located along major travel corridors in the state, with local chargers located in Binghamton and Castle Creek. New York Attorney General Letitia James announced that she secured a $400,000 payout from Wegmans after a data breach exposed over 3 million customers' personal information. Attorney General James stated that customer information was kept in misconfigured cloud storage containers that were open and easy for hackers to access. The data contained customers' usernames and passwords for Wegmans accounts, as well as their names, email addresses, mailing addresses, and additional data from driver's license numbers. In addition to paying the $400,000, Wegmans will also be required to drastically improve their cybersecurity measures to protect consumers' personal data. Ithaca police arrested a man on Thursday after allegedly threatening a McDonald's employee with a knife. Police arrested Charles Stillwell Jr. after responding to reports of a man threatening people with a knife at McDonald's and were able to take the man into custody without incident. Stillwell was charged with criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree and menacing in the second degree and was taken to Tompkins County Jail. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. News Radio. Seven thirty-six at WNBF and WNBF.com. You're listening to First News Binghamton. Today is July first. If you were wondering how quickly 2022 would speed by, I think we have discovered it is moving by rapidly. I am somewhat astonished. The first half of the year is past. And now on to the second half of 2022. Hope the first half was okay for you. And certainly we're hoping the second half of the year will be fine. We're here to keep you company, to report the news, and even talk about it on Binghamton Now coming up on our program in, oh, just over 30 minutes. We'll be talking about a, a few things, of course, probably some politics. I'll even bring back some audio clips. Yes, you don't get to hear these things from the WNBF archives very often, but today I've decided to go back into the vaults where very few people are allowed, except for Geraldo. And we will play some sound clips from 20 years ago today when everybody seemed to be almost happy about the announcement that IBM was not going to shut down the entire operation in Endicott. At one point, there was a feeling that IBM could just pull out of Endicott completely and say, adios, so long, nice to know you. Uh, 
fortunately, they didn't do that, but there were big changes, and the reality is, after July 1st, 2002, things in Endicott and here in the Binghamton area really were never the same, because although IBM had already been making cutbacks over the last several years, before the dramatic announcement that the company was selling its microelectronics unit in Endicott, people still thought they could count on IBM. Well, what we learned 20 years ago today is you can't count on much of anything anymore. All 4,000 jobs are going to be protected and remain here in Endicott for at least the next 10 years, and we're very, very pleased about that. That is what Governor George Pataki said on a Monday morning. Yes, it was a Monday morning, July 1st, 2002, 20 years ago today. He said 4,000 jobs would be protected. Now, the fact is, George Pataki doesn't control jobs, at least certainly not private sector jobs, so there was no way that he could assure anyone that one job or 4,000 jobs would be protected. But he said it anyway, and I was there when he said it, to be honest with you. As soon as he said it, I'm sure I probably at least imperceptibly started to shake my head, thinking... Those 4,000 jobs can't be protected. Nobody can see the future. Nobody can force IBM or anyone else to retain any jobs. They might want to, and they might intend to, but in reality, other factors come into play. Anyway, so we'll talk about uh, history today in our first hour, what happened in Endicott two decades ago, and more history in our second hour when we're joined in the studio by historian Gerald Smith. It's all coming up on our live local talk program after the 8 o'clock news. WNBF News Time, 839. Join Mark. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. At 740, no reports of traffic trouble at this time. You may be in luck today on the Parkway in Vestal. If you're heading eastbound from the area of Binghamton University going downtown, our suspicion is that the construction activity for the Greenway project will be suspended for the holiday weekend. And if indeed that's the case, the delays that you normally encounter on a weekday probably won't happen. So that might be a break today for that work zone. And I believe most work zones across New York and even Pennsylvania. I think they usually hold off on all but emergency construction during these holiday weekends. So you get a little bit of a respite. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service. Mostly sunny today. It'll be warm. High 89. Increasing clouds tonight with scattered showers and thunderstorms. Low 65. Tomorrow morning a few showers and even a thunderstorm possible in the morning so that's how it'll start off cloudy then gradually becoming mostly sunny tomorrow's high 81 sunday looks really good sunny high 79 and monday looks very nice as well sunny skies with a high of 82 right now in downtown binghamton it's 66 at news radio wnbf when you want local news including local business news where do you go these days Sometimes local business news updates can be difficult to find. Well, one good source for local business news is the website, WNBF.com. 
we bring you a lot of information about small and big businesses, what they're doing, when they expand, when they relocate, sometimes even when they close. Things happen. That's the nature of business. We cover it all. So if there are business developments in the Binghamton area, you can see them reported on our website, WNBF.com. Today we have an update, some pictures and video from the new FedEx Distribution Center, where construction is nearing completion in Kirkwood. Take a look at what they've been up to. You can see it all on WNBF.com. And be sure to check the website throughout the weekend for other local news developments. WNBF News Time 743, coming up sports with James Kelly. It's the Dan Bongino Show, weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290, WNBF. What a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show. I grew up a fan of conservative talk radio, so it's really hard to believe I'm here announcing the launch of my own show. We've done some great work in conjunction with a loyal audience in the digital podcast space with the Dan Bongino Show podcast and on social media and some of my work in the, at being a tech entrepreneur as well. But having my own show on terrestrial radio stations across the country is just just an unimaginable honor for me. I grew up on a healthy diet of Rush Limbaugh, God rest his soul, Mark Levin, and Sean Hannity. Combine that with my experiences in the Secret Service as a Secret Service agent and with the NYPD, and I think you're going to have a really incredible show you'll be proud of. Thank you all. It means the world to me. I really appreciate it. And again, this is a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show on stations across the country. Thank you very much for your time. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3, on New News Radio 1290 WNBF. You're listening to First News Binghamton on this Friday morning. Time for a sports update with James Kelly. The New York Yankees fell to the Houston Astros last night by a score of 2-1. to one. Luis Severino allowed both Houston runs of the game on a third-inning double from Alex Bregman. He finished the day with six innings pitched, allowing two runs on three hits and striking out four. Anthony Rizzo hit a solo home run in the sixth, but the Yankees' offense failed to put any more runs on the board. The Yankees are now 56-21 and 21 and now head to Cleveland as part of their 10-game road trip. The Binghamton Rumble Ponies were on the wrong end of a laugher against the Hartford Yard Goats last night, losing by a final score of 14-4. The Rumble Ponies struck first with a two-run home run from Ronnie Mauricio in the first inning, but the Yard Goats responded with two runs in the first and eight runs in the second inning. Mauricio tacked on another RBI later in the game, and Manny Rodriguez hit a solo home run in the fourth inning. The Rumble Ponies will be back in action tonight at 7.05 on the road, with pregame starting on WNBF at 6.50. NBA drama kicked into high gear yesterday with Brooklyn Nets star Kevin Durant requesting a trade just days after Kyrie Irving announced that he had opted into his $37 million option. Durant reportedly prefers to go to either Phoenix or Miami in a trade, and Nets GM Sean Marks is working to accommodate that request. The New York Knicks have acquired point guard Jalen Brunson on a four-year, $104 million deal. Brunson averaged over 16 points per game with the Dallas Mavericks last year, and earlier this week, the Knicks traded Alec Burks and Nerlens Noel to clear salary cap space to pursue Brunson. 
Nikola Jokic, coming off his second MVP season, agreed to a five-year, $270 million extension to remain with the Denver Nuggets. That extension will start following the upcoming season, so Jokic is contractually tied to the Nuggets for the next six years for $303 million. He averaged 27 points, 13.8 rebounds, and 7.9 assists last season. Devin Booker also signed a Supermax extension to remain with the Phoenix Suns and deals a four-year, $224 million extension and brings his total contract with the Suns to six years, $295 million. Booker averaged 26.8 points, five rebounds, and 4.8 assists per game for the Suns last season. And in college football news, USC and UCLA were notified that their application to join the Big Ten Conference was approved this week. Both teams will leave the Pac-12 for the Big Ten in 2024. And uh, also speaking of sports, uh, that kid Joey, um, he may not eat any hot dogs this year. That's that's my hope. I have no way to know that Joey, the hot dog king, won't be eating hot dogs on, on Monday. But, you know, maybe, maybe he will shock the uh, competitive eating world by announcing... Monday morning that he is retiring. He is retiring from the uh, hot dog eating game. You know, he was actually Joey. I won't use his full name. I don't want to embarrass him and his parents. Uh, I think it was a few years ago. I don't know if it was three or four years ago. He was uh, down there at Tioga Downs. He actually had had a a speedy eating contest. He ate like 4,280 speedies in uh, six minutes or I don't remember the numbers, but but he was there, you know. And and I, if I'm not mistaken, you know, I may be just making this up, which you know, you never know at this hour of the morning. Who knows? Some people know you're just out here making stuff up. Yeah, well, not intentionally, but again, at this hour, at this hour of the day, it it seems to me that Joey Chest. Oh, I mean Joey. We'll call him John Doe. He uh, he called in shortly before that promotion at Tioga Downs. I think he was actually on the program talking about you know his goal of eating whatever it was. I don't, I don't know if it was fifty speedies or whatever. So um, I do believe that I have spoken with him, and I, I just wish him the best as he retires. Now, what, what is this? What is this hate that you have for the competitive eating world, Bob? It, it's not so much hate. It's uh, it, hate isn't the word. Disgust. This is this is the second day. I know. Like I, I and, can't and wait I, for them to cancel the hot dog eating contest. I just it's at not Coney just Island. It's not just that. It's competitive eating in general. I just find the whole thing reprehensible and even dangerous because it sends mixed messages to our young people. And and I think we in the media, I think we ought to serve as as a shining example of of how young people should behave and i don't think eating 129 hot dogs in four minutes is really something that we want kids to emulate so we shouldn't have made jokes about that when we were going to the rumble ponies game last week we shouldn't have told people we were going to combine for 129 hot dogs i don't think having um doing some humor about it is bad i think actually doing it you know if you have more than two hot dogs at a time you probably should consult your Medical professional. That's all I see. See a doctor. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, I mean, Joey Joey will be Joey, and I'm sure he'll eat as many hot dogs as he wants. Good thing is, I promise not to watch any TV on Monday, so I I will personally not have to be subjected to that. Yeah, I'll send you the clips afterwards. (laughs) I know you will. James Kelly, speaking of sports on WNBF, it's 751. 
This is Brian Kilmeade reminding you to listen weekday mornings from 10 till noon to The Brian Kilmeade Show on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Friday morning, and it's the second half of 2022. Where has the year gone? It's flying right by. Joining us now is Jason Denton, the Hyundai sales manager with the Miller Auto team on the Parkway in Vestal. Hi, Jason. How's it going, Bob? How you doing today? Oh, never better. I've got my uh, holiday shirt on, and I am looking forward to a splendid holiday weekend. This forecast is one of the nicest Fourth of July forecasts in in recent memory. I know we're looking forward to it as well. Uh, you know, we're we're fortunate enough the Millers have uh, have actually really gone out of their way they're giving us a little extra time off this weekend we're uh, going to be able to spend a little more time with our families and friends and enjoy the fourth of july we're going to be closed on saturday sunday and monday um it's uh very very nice to them we're all very thankful of that and uh but the good news is is we're still there today till six o'clock and we'll be right back on tuesday the june programs for hyundai have been extended till tuesday and uh, the even better news is that we just had two big truckloads of cars dropped off, all Tucson's and Santa Fe's. There's been a lot of customers coming through the door wanting to check those vehicles out, wanting to drive them. A lot of times we don't have them available to drive. Well, right now we do. Um, we've got a bunch that just came in, and we got a bunch more on the way. So if you've been looking for one and you haven't had a, the opportunity to drive one and really want to check it out, you can get down there. We're here today from 9 to 6. We'll be right back on Tuesday. Um, and, you know, like I said, we've got a lot more coming in the pipeline, too. We had a big month in June. We were able to get quite a few cars delivered to us, and we've got a bunch more coming. And, uh, like I said, great news. We've got them in stock to drive. So get down there today. And if you're not available to get down there today, we'll be right back at it on Tuesday. Um, but we are going to enjoy the fourth like everybody else this weekend. And uh, we're going to be off Saturday, Sunday, Monday. It's exciting news. That is good for everyone, for uh, everybody who is part of the Miller Auto team, salespeople and service people and everybody else who pitches in year-round. It can be tough work. I'm sure it's rewarding, but like like any job, hey, you, you're at the uh, grindstone working week after week, doing what needs to be done, and now to take... Um, three days off to enjoy with uh, your families and your friends i think that's a is a wonderful thing and i know people whether it's today or tuesday will want to stop by miller motors on the parkway across from binghamton university and check out the new cars or check out some of the vehicles in the used car inventory jason denton i hope you have a wonderful wonderful holiday weekend oh we will we're looking forward to it in uh you know, looking forward to get back to work, but it's nice to be able to take a breath. And, you know, it's been a grind with hoping for cars to come in and getting them in. And they've they finally hit the ground, and we're there. We're ready to go. And, uh, you know, we're there, we're there for test drives. So come on down. Jason Denton from Miller Motors in Vestal. Have a great weekend. You too, Bob. Thank you. WNBF News Time, 755. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And it's been a very calm, quiet, and nice morning for people on the roadways around Broome and Tioga counties. We've had no reports of any serious incidents so far, and hopefully it'll stay that way, not only today, but during the weekend. Please drive with care. Be safe. 
for yourself and for your family and all of our friends here in the Twin Tiers. Just be careful out there. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service. Mostly sunny today. Some scattered showers and thunderstorms are possible. Forecasters say we could wind up with up to a quarter of an inch of rain by late in the day. The high 88. Some more rain expected overnight. In fact, between a quarter and a half inch of rain overnight with a low of 64. Tomorrow, scattered showers and thunderstorms in the morning, then gradually becoming mostly sunny. High 81. And then for the rest of your holiday weekend, things will be even nicer. Sunny on Sunday, high 79, and sunny on Independence Day, Monday, with a high of 82. Right now in downtown Binghamton, it's 64 at News Radio, WNBF News Time, 757. And we will have a lot to talk about on the talk program today. Just looking at some of the uh, the papers I mentioned earlier, an amazing front page on um, USA Today. I thought I would pick that up just because they call it the holiday edition because they don't want to print any more newspapers till Tuesday, apparently. So uh, USA Today has a front page that includes 107 former Supreme Court justices, as well as the current Supreme Court justices, and... In the center of the front page is Katanji Brown-Jackson, who has just become a member of the United States Supreme Court. She has been sworn in as the first black woman on the Supreme Court. So that's a very important development. It happened Thursday, and it's documented, of course, in all the finer newspapers around today. So we congratulate her. We can talk about that and more on our talk program. And remember, historian Gerald Smith will be with us in our second hour. And you'll be able to call him and talk about history. WNBF News Time, 758. First, this is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. I'm Bob Joseph. Today is Friday, July 1st, 2022. And that wraps up First News Binghamton. Stick around, though. There's some more news and information coming right up. ABC with the latest national and world update. And then James Kelly in the WNBF News Center with the local and regional report. Followed by Binghamton Now, your live local talk program. Stick around. It's going to be an interesting Friday here on News Radio 